Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, do you want to get your hands on some Hey Bartender Podcast merchandise? Head on over to hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com and you'll find all sorts of really cool Hey Bartender t-shirts, Bartender Pride shirts, and a couple other groovy things. Just remember to head over to hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com and get your stuff today. One more quick thing before we get the show started. In celebration of over 2,000 followers on the Hey Bartender Podcast Facebook page, we're asking for donations to the American Cancer Society. Think of it like a big tip jar that's going to a good cause. Just go over to the Hey Bartender Podcast Facebook page, and I've pinned the donation link right on the top of the page. Click the link and make your donation and help those researchers find a new breakthrough treatment. Just remember to head over to the Facebook page for Hey Bartender Podcast and make your donation today. And on that, let's get the show started. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. How's everybody doing tonight? Everybody having a good week? Having a, every, Well, you know, since this is pre-recorded and I only release these about once a week, you could be anywhere doing anything right now. Hell, for all I know, you're listening to my soothing voice right before you go to sleep. No, probably not. Anyway, so how's it all happening tonight? You know, as usual with every Hey Bartender podcast, I gotta start off with tonight's drink special. Tonight's drink special I stole from a website called Serious Eats. And the only reason why I stole it from that website is it's called The Suffering Bastard. You know, you know when I hear a drink named like that, my ears automatically perk up. I'm like, really? Suffering Bastard? That sounds really interesting to me. Come on, aren't you interested right now? Well, even if you're not, I'm going to tell you how to make it. From the looks of the page uh, on the web page, you get yourself a big old bucket. Fill that thing with ice. You take a shot of gin and a shot of burden, bourbon. Wow, I'm getting heartburn all, already. Uh, put in a couple dashes of bitters, uh, some lime juice. You can put up to a teaspoon to an ounce. And then fill the rest of that suffering bastard with ginger ale. And you know what? If any of you out there decide to give the uh, suffering bastard a try, do what I always tell you to do. Email me at heybartenderpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought of the drink, because I don't have time to try all these drinks. I don't have time to get out. I don't get out that often. And so, you know, just, you know, just give me it. Let me know. If you go out and try the suffering bastard and the bartender doesn't know, you can tell them the recipe just like I told you. Give that thing a try. If it's horrible and you spit it out immediately, I am truly sorry. You will have to pay for that because I have no way to reimburse you. And 
uh, you know, let me know what you thought of it. Because um, I'm really curious. All these drinks that I talk about, just let me know. You know, and email me. Hey, bartenderpodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? Of course, what do bartenders and servers talk about all the time? We talk about our customers. Whether they're good customers, bad customers, uh, you know, whether we love it when they come in or we absolutely dread it when they come in. You know, I was out and about a little bit and well, and cruising social media this last week. And a few things popped up that annoyed me. First of all, we're going to start off with one of my stories. And this goes back a ways. I had this these two men. I'm guessing they were a father-son type of thing because uh, one guy looked like a typical blue-collar worker type, you know, face looked kind of uh, worn, uh, horrible mustache, and, uh, you know, wearing denim, everything, very blue-collar. And his father looked like Moses. I mean, just older than shit. And... Uh, you know, this he, this guy, he wouldn't drink. He would just sit there and his dad would maybe treat himself to a beer every now and then and play Keno the whole time they were, he was in my bar and make me run my ass off all night long whenever he came in. And, you know, just maybe buy two beers and play, oh, I don't know, $30 worth of Keno. And his bill would typically come up to about, you know, five or six bucks for uh, uh, two beers and make me run my ass off for about $30 worth of Kino. And he wouldn't, uh, his son would pay the tab, but his son didn't tip. And, you know, I'm, I've never really complained or yelled at a customer for not tipping. I mean, it was just another customer to me and I figure, hell, I can make it up somewhere else. And, uh, it, you know, a lot of customers sit back and think, ha ha, I have the power because I have the money. Yeah. Well, asshole, we have the power because we have the alcohol, but then get this one time when they were in my bar, the father was hard at work trying to find his, uh, favorite keynote numbers, you know, got to figure it out the right combination and win that big money. And all of a sudden I notice his son is asleep and I'm, I don't know if uh, at any of the bars that you, uh, you guys work at bars or restaurants, but having a customer that's asleep in your establishment is a very, very bad thing. It be, because if the police come in or, or if the liquor control commission comes in, they automatically assume He's been overserved, and he's drunk off his ass. You can get in trouble for that. Not to mention, it makes your other customers feel extremely uncomfortable. So I walked over to this guy and very quietly, uh, uh, didn't whisper, but I just very quietly said to him, Hey, buddy, you can't sleep in here. Either uh, stay awake or go home. And the guy got mad at me. And... Uh, he decided to do what is considered the biggest insult 
to all servers and bartenders. He tipped me a penny. That's right. He walked up to my bar with vengeance and threw a penny down at me and walked away. And some of my customers were like, what the hell is that all about? And I said, you know, I would be mad at that, but this is the first time he's actually tipped me. So, you know, I took the penny, eh, eh, whatever. And, but I never saw that guy again after that, but it's, you know, he's sitting there thinking like, you are a shitty bartender because I fell asleep in your bar. He's lucky I didn't kick his ass out right then and there. You know, I woke him up. He could have asked for a cup of coffee, but I woke him up and I said, dude, either stay awake or you have to leave. Take your pick. And he got mad at me. And, you know, a lot of customers go through that kind of crap. Who's in the wrong? And me being the bartender, if any of my servers, if that happened to them, I would back them up a thousand percent in any situation. Um, if the customer gets mad at my servers for whatever reason, I back up my servers. If, you know, and I learned that from uh, from one of my managers because he was awesome about backing us up on any decision that we decided to make. And, you know, it was, he's just like, that's the way it goes. I mean, you made the decision, uh, I'll back you up. And I thought, God, that's cool. I wish more bosses were like you. But unfortunately, not all bosses are like that. I mean, the bar that I worked at, uh, the two bars I worked worked at before, uh, one boss loved to yell at his employees in front of the customers. Always just belittle the customers. I mean, not like Bastard Chef, uh, that Gordon Ramsay dude, but like, uh, I mean, he would yell at, the yell at his employees and his employees just decided to just take it until I got there and started doing things to purposely embarrass him in front of the customers. And the customers usually thought it was hilarious. I'll talk about that some other time, but the boss before that, I mean, he was a wuss when it came to managing the bar and dealing with the customers. And cause whenever the customers sat back and, you know, said, yelled at him. He sat there and took it or agreed with them or, you know, uh, it's like, uh, he cut me off last night and I wasn't even drunk. Well, I'll have to have a talk with him about that. And, and then, well, she said she wasn't drunk. Well, come on. What do you, she was drooling all over herself and the guy next to her that couldn't get away from her. And he said, well, you, you should really take, uh, take more care of your people and she was probably overserved, and so he would automatically turn it around on me. And I said, she might have had a little bit too much, but I did stop her. I mean, come on, and and you're going on her side for this crap? Oh, don't don't get me started. But that also does bring up another uh, story where the customer felt like they had the power because they felt they had the money. They, this, this lady, I was serving this night and she was sitting at the bar. So it wasn't my section and I'm running the floor and, you know, taking orders, running back and forth, getting that extra cup of ranch that uh, I kind of forgot to get. 
And as I'm taking orders, I'm writing them down as fast as I can because this is right before our boss had the point of sale system put into the bar with all the computers and stuff like that. And I run up to the bar and I'm writing down this guy's order and this lady who I didn't even know was there looks up and says, excuse me, but is that my husband's hamburger? And I looked at her and I looked at what was in my hands and I looked at her again and I said, this is a piece of paper that I write orders on. And she got seriously offended. And then she reached into her purse, pulls out a dollar bill and says, well, you see this piece of paper? It's what you're not getting because you're so rude. And I just looked at her and I said, you're not even in my section. And I walked away. And a little bit later, we had a t- uh, me and the bartender had a talk with the family that brought that woman in and said, you know, your friend was really rude to us. And she goes, I know she's like that everywhere she goes. She is so embarrassing to bring her around. We won't bring her here ever again. And, you know, it was, that was nice uh, of our regular customer to do, to say that. Because our regular customer, she had a lot of respect for us. And I guess uh, uh, I got to talk with the manager the next day. And he said, you know, I got to complain about you. And I said, which one? And he goes, how many reasons out there should there be complaints? I said, don't even worry about it. What's up? And he's told me about the lady and the hamburger. And he says, you got, you really got to be nicer to the customers. But she was kind of a bitch, wasn't she? And I said, yeah, but point taken. Sorry about that. And he says, all right, get to work. So, you know, things like that happen. I I mean, please out there, servers, bartenders, can you relate to this story that these customers tried to act holier than thou and and they just want to make you feel like you are complete dirt and you know i think that's why people don't want to work in the service industry anymore and it's just because the customers can be demeaning a lot of the time my one of my favorite stories that uh, of a demeaning customer Um, my friend, she talked about that. She went on a date with a guy and I guess his order, his food order came out a little bit wrong and he completely tore into the poor server for it. saying this isn't cooked right there. This is, I can't believe this. You know, this, you know, he was probably trying to impress, uh, impress my friend because they were on a date and, as soon as the uh, waitress got out of earshot, she stopped and looked at him right in the eye and says, you're going to apologize to that girl right now. You do not treat a server like that. Your food didn't come out that way because it's her fault. Your food probably came out that way because of the cook. Your food probably came out that way because there's a thousand reasons. But still, it does not warrant you treating somebody like that. And, you know, I've kept that in mind. Uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, Kaylee Cuoco, uh, star of the Big Bang Theory. Please don't sue CBS. I'm just saying this. Um, I heard a vicious rumor in the tabloids. I'm sure it, I don't know if it's true or not, but it said that she broke up with the guy because he was a horrible tipper. So, 
guys, you know, it goes it goes back. You don't have to take your date to an extravagant, expensive place. You don't even have to tip 50% or better to your server just uh, uh, to impress your date. Just treat them like human beings. They are not slaves or servants. They are people too with jobs and families that they got to take care of. And they're just like you, except they bring your food out to you instead of sitting at a computer all day long with a phone on their ear. I mean, seriously, sit back and think about it, people. What difference is a bartender server job to any other job in this world? I mean, sure, these people that work the nine to five have to wear a suit to work or, you know, they somehow think that they are better than the people that work as bartenders or servers. Now, no job out there is better than the other. Every job out there has good days. Every job out there has bad days. And some people have to work harder for it. Some people don't have to work as hard for it. But at the end of the day, your money still has to go to bills. That's just the way it is. And if you're good with your money, you, you know, bills start to get easier and easier as you go along. And you start to get, uh, you start to realize that you've saved enough money to do all that sort of, whatever you want to do. I mean, take your average accountant. They sit at a desk. Let's say it's off tax season. Uh, they're sitting at a desk and they're just crunching numbers all day long. And, you know, they might make high five, six figures a year. And so does that give them the right to go to a bar and treat your treat or your server or bartender like crap? Absolutely not. Because the bartender or server is serving them, and, you know, providing for them. Serving, probably not a great word there, but they are providing for them, providing a service. And, you know, if you do that to the telephone company, you, and, you, you know, I make six figures a year and I do this, that, and the other thing. I spend this much money on your service. Phone company, if you piss them off good enough, they'll just shut off your service. But I've, you know, I've seen utilities do that. I don't know if it was the right thing to do or the person just decided to be a dick, but they like cable company. Uh, I heard a story from cable guy one time. He said that the customer was so awful, so unruly that he went out late at night and cut her service in the middle of the night and cut her service to a point where they completely had to redo everything leading up to her house, which cost her a lot of time and a lot of money. And I thought that story was hilarious. You know, I, I'll still laugh at that every now and then. And I hope that, you know, there's a guy that I once knew that decided to yell at the power company. And I was hoping that they would just shut off his power. You know, it's just, well, you, you seem to think you know it all. So we're just going to shut it off. Click. Bye. 
and just let him sit there in the dark and try to think about what he did. But you know what? All this, this huge rant uh, that I'm going off on right now, it all comes down to, I read a story on social media just recently. I'm going to be as vague as I possibly can because uh, I did talk to to the server uh, briefly. And I kind of hoped she would be on the show. But there are possible issues that would come along with it. Uh, But here's the story. Now, this server was very pregnant at the time. She said she was uh, only a couple days away from going on her maternity leave. And she all of a sudden comes up on this unruly customer uh, well, I say it's unruly. Probably didn't start out that way, but the customer and her daughter were there, and she asked for the daughter's ID, and the daughter couldn't give the ID for whatever reason. And I guess the mother was just like, just give her, give her whatever drink she wanted. Well, I can't do that. Well, she couldn't do that because she didn't have an ID and no way to prove that she's over the age of drinking. 21 here in the United States, other parts of the world, I'm not sure, but it's 21 here. And I guess the customer became a little pissy about it through uh, the rest of the night. And at the end of the night, wrote on her ticket, I hope you have a very long labor and good luck. And, you know, that came off as rude to me. And she, I, um, according to her, she wasn't going to post it on social media, but her coworkers were like, you know, go for it, do it. And uh, so she did. And it caught my attention. It was along with thousands of other people. And it caught my attention. And I, you know what? I'm going to still sit back and say kudos to you, server, because I can't say your name right now. Um for not sticking to your guns and not serving somebody who couldn't present their ID. That can be an insanely uncomfortable situation. And you stuck to your guns and you knew what to do and you did it right. Congratulations. And I hope that you your child grows up to be just as strong and smart as you are. I can't really say too much more about that whole story. I mean, servers get that kind of uh, crap all the time. And it's unfortunate. And to say that to a pregnant woman and leave a zero tip on your ta- on your ticket, that's just flat out nasty. I mean, come on. And no, I mean, complete disrespect... And the, the mother had to know that she was in the wrong. You can't just sit back and say, oh, I'll vouch for her, she's over 21. No, because when the cops come in, and or the Liquor Control Commission, uh, they come in, and they see that this girl has a, no ID, they automatically assume that she's under 21 because she can't prove that she's over 21, and then find the bar. And... We're all looking out for ourselves because we're looking out for our jobs. Because 
you know, if, if we do something wrong like that, all of a sudden the liquor control commission finds the bartender or server or both a incredible amount of money or just takes away their liquor license. So they can't serve alcohol, uh, either the server or the bar. And what's a bar without liquor? It becomes an average ordinary diner. And you know, when you're set up to be a bar and I mean, you just gotta, uh, you know, that's where your money comes from. And once liquor control commission comes in and starts poking around, maybe the lottery commission comes in right after that and starts poking around at your books and it causes a wave of trouble. I mean, huge wave, but I mean, nobody should want people to lose their jobs and nobody should want look down on anybody's job as the next person. I mean, come on. I mean, just because you work on jet engines doesn't mean that you're better than somebody who mops a floor. I mean, you're, you both have a job, you're both useful in a way, and it's, that's just what you have, how you have to think about it. Because one job can't exist without another. I mean, if you're out late at night, you're starving, what are you going to do? The grocery store, if you're lucky, is open 24 hours. Uh, but and but you say you're out traveling around. Best you can do is uh, fast food. I mean, because ta- unfortunately, Taco Bell and McDonald's are the only o- o- things open at 24 open 24 hours. And you know, food is food. Sure, about the uh, nutritional equivalency of crack. But it's food. And once you get it in your stomach, don't you feel a little bit better? And when you come into work, do you, and you see a nice shiny floor, papers all cleaned up, dust is gone, don't you feel a little bit better? Well, it's because of that janitor. And, you know, the janitor is providing a service for you so that you can feel more comfortable in your situation. And when you want to go off and relax and be with friends, carry on, and just blow off some steam, that local bar, where would you go without that local bar? Well, let's see. A lot of you would probably drink at home alone uh, or, uh, you know, have to go out and buy your own pool table to uh, play in your where your dining room table used to be. And... If you get rid of the dining room table and put in a pool table, those of you who are married, good luck being single now. But, you know, maybe the, that lady uh, just wanted to try to pull fast one on that particular server. I've had tons of customers try to pull a fast one on me. And it's not necessarily that they're trying to be better or trying to give this air that they're better than me or whatever they're just trying to pull a fast one and it was a music night because at the bar i worked at at the time we had a couple days a week where we just played music so people could dance and a couple days a week where people could sing karaoke and a mixture of both in some cases but this group of four people came in 
And I said, I'm going to need to see your IDs. One of the girls immediately took off her shoes. But, well, that was a big, big thing for me. You don't do that in a bar. And started going out into the dance floor. And the three of them showed me their IDs. But I said, I need to see hers. And they said, well, she's tw- over, over 21. And I said, don't care. Need to see it. And so they went and got her and they, the bartender wants to see your ID. She goes, well, I don't have it. And I said, well, you can't be in here after 10 o'clock without, uh, without an ID. She goes, well, this place is called a grill. It's not called a bar. And I said, point is we serve alcohol and it's after 10 o'clock and we can't have people without an ID in here because we serve alcohol. Well, that does that means it's not a bar since your uh, since the name of your place is just grill. Otherwise, that's just misleading. And I said, I have signs all over here, all over this place that says no minors after a certain time. And she kept arguing with me. And I, I said, Why am I arguing about this? Get out! Just leave. Yeah, you know, I'm tired of you. And she is. Well, if you want to uh, get more customers, you need to be more specific. You know, she's trying to pretend that she knew more than me about business. And truthfully, I didn't care because it's not mine. I just work there. I didn't name the place. I didn't decide to call it just grill and sit back and stare at the sign and go, you know what? People are going to probably misunderstand that. So we're going to have to call it bar and grill. And is, you know... Is that the way the human race is going nowadays where you have to be ultra specific on every damn thing? Otherwise, there's, you know, they find loopholes. You know, if that girl decided to call her lawyer or something like that and said, I wasn't allowed into that bar because, um, well, I wasn't allowed into that restaurant because it didn't say bar. And, you know, I just... Come the fuck on, Jesus. But the point of this whole customer rant is I want everybody to be able to stick to their guns like that server I talked about just a few minutes ago. She knew the rules. You have to have an ID that proves you're of age to drink before I can serve you. And unless it's stupidly obvious. I mean, if the guy comes in with white hair on a cane wearing a fishing hat and a tan jacket and has glasses thicker than a Coke bottle, then yeah, odds are he's over 21. But if you have any question in your mind that if that person's not 21, ask for their ID and if they can't present it and try to get you to serve them anyway, Stick to your guns. Stand your ground. That is your job that's on the line if something should happen. And you don't want them to control your life. You control your own. And, you know, when did I get so goddamn preachy? Jesus. Anyway. So, let's go to take a break here for a second and talk about the website hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com where you can get all sorts of bartender pride t-shirts 
and a couple other goofy t-shirts and not to mention some other stuff go and check it out hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com go check it out today and remember if you have a story or something just want to be on a podcast send me an email heybartenderpodcast at gmail.com and you know let's get your story on the air if it's funny if it's tragic i don't care i want to hear it uh email me maybe we'll even have you on the show if you have time to get on here until then let's continue on with the show with my favorite part where i introduced this week's musical guest from the album void here is signs from spiral guru
Once again, from the album Void, that was Spiral Guru with Signs. If you want to check out more of their stuff, head on over to bandcamp.com and search them out. They've got plenty of music out there, and it's all good, if you ask me. So, you know, I on this podcast, I feel like I was being really preachy. And, you know, so maybe I am. You know, just, I'm tired of people sitting back thinking that they're better than people that serve food. I mean, seriously, I think it's ridiculous. And, you know, I want everybody to treat everybody respectfully. Because everybody is needed somewhere for something. I mean, I still think back to that story that one time where this guy, he worked for an electronics company, was one of the first companies to develop an MP3 player, portable MP3 player. And he was sitting there telling me, hey, you seem like a uh, pretty bright guy to be a bartender. You know, I can get you a job uh, at the company that I work for. You can't start, your pay won't start out great, but after six months, it'll get a little bit better. And you won't have benefits right away. And, you know, uh, he was trying to pitch this job to me. And I, you know, just looked at him and I said, you know, I do this job for fun. I consider this like my social life. Plus, I get a little make make a little bit of money on the side. I have another job that I do actually consider work and bartending I do for fun. My other job, I make twice what you just quoted me and the medical benefits are already kicked in and they're way better than what you just described. Not to mention, I think I just read in the, uh, read in the paper recently that your company is thinking about shutting down the MP3, portable MP3 area of your company. Uh, you might want to look into that. And he didn't have much to say to me after that. I mean, he came out, came up kind of like big shot. I can get you a job. You know, like the those uh, uh, fake New York Italian guys. Hey, you know what? You need a job. You come talk to me and, you know, I'll hook you up. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then I just shot him down and he was a regular customer. But after they shut down that area of where he worked, um, he didn't come in much anymore. So I don't know exactly what happened to him. And, you know, working in an electronics company, that's pretty much uh, hit or miss. I mean, electronics are like clothes. I mean, one day it's really popular to have this certain item. And the next day, that thing's obsolete, and you got to go get another one. And so either, you know, they shut down the, uh, they're not able to keep up with the bigger selling brands and shut down, or, you know, you got to learn something completely new. It's just the way the world works. Bartending and serving is that job that is always there for you. I mean, at least here in America. I mean, they got those vending machines and things, kiosks in uh, like Japan. But you still have to, you still get restaurants, You no matter where you go. And it's a job. That's the bottom line. It's a job. I mean, you know, when you need money, you need to work. And food service industry will always be there for you. No matter what, I'm not saying once you get yourself a job in the service industry, don't ever leave there. No, you have an opportunity to better yourself. Like this one girl I used to know, she 
was working in a restaurant every night, practically. I saw her all the time, uh, and she I don't I'm not even sure she had many days off. And she was going to school during the day. And you know, she bettered herself through school. I hell, I known a lot of people who have went gone to school during the day and bartended or served at night, and now they're leading great lives. And the reason why they're able to lead great lives now is because they were able to afford their books, they were able to afford food, their apartments, all through food service industry. I'm not saying that you should never better yourself. By all means, you have an opportunity. You're a bartender or server right now, and you have an opportunity to get better medical benefits or benefits at all because most restaurants don't give you medical benefits. Go for it. But until then, don't ever look down on yourself uh, that you're a bartender or server. Don't let anybody look down on you because you're a bartender or server because you're working. You are providing for yourself and maybe providing for somebody else and or some other people. I mean, family, uh, you know, sometimes friends and you're a good person. Just, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to give you guys affirmations so uh, so you can uh, late at night sit back and say, the Hey Bartender podcast dude said I'm a good person. So I have to tell myself that. No, I you believe it because it's you. And, or if you want to sit back and believe that you're an asshole and that makes helps you sleep at night, <laughs> that that's my life, you know. I do that every night. Anyway. So let's do last call. Last call for alcohol, people. That's right. I'm not coming out from behind this bar. So if you want something, you get your ass over here. I ain't giving you shit. I want to remind everybody to hit up the Hey Bartender podcast store. That's hey-bartender-podcast.myshopify.com. And go check out some of the merchandise. Go check out my blog. Check out the drink recipes that I put up on there from time to time. Granted, I I haven't been keeping up on it very well. But I'm working on it. Because, you know, I I have a real job. I uh, don't just sit and do podcasts. Um, and also want to do a serious reminder. Hey, Bartender Podcast Facebook page has a link to donate money to the American Cancer Society. And I want to encourage everybody to get out there, donate, because we want to help those people out there. There are a lot of families suffering out there. And I want to be able to see a change made where everybody out there who's sick can get help who needs it. Think of it like a giant tip jar where the tips are going to a very, very worthy organization and it will go to help other people. But till then, as usual, I want to wish you guys all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, for God's sakes, don't take any shit from anybody. Later. Felt so good I had to blow up.